Welcome to Leave Your Excuses After the Beep, a podcast hosted by Kitty Clements and Kyla McComas. Welcome to episode three of our Leave Your Excuses After the Beep. We've talked briefly about just what brought us here to this space right now in this current state of our lives. And then last week we talked about the um, idea of holidays and celebrations and what that looks like in terms of sticking to your goals in regard to your health or finances or whatever goal you have. So if that's something that you have also found to be an excuse, take a listen to that. And today's topic is all about the excuse that starts off with, I've done so well. I've stuck to my plan all day. And then the afternoon munchies hit and I throw it all out the window because I can't stop myself. Who is guilty of that? Anyone? (laughs) For sure, right? Like we have that afternoon, like if you have kids when they come home or yeah, lunch was at earlier today or so many reasons. And some of them that I have used are like usually when I go to the gym or like something that we grew up with, right? Kitty, you and I were talking about um, like when we were kids, how it was so ingrained in us that we came home from school and begged our parents for a snack or raided the cupboards. Like we need a snack. And it didn't matter what it was because we were just burning that energy, right? Like it was like, we didn't know the difference that maybe, uh, you know, gummies might not be where it's at, but we're so used to having that afternoon snack. And so there's that part, but then there's also the other part where we feel that like for me, like leaving the gym, I felt like I deserved something or that I, I did so well all week for the last couple of days and I lost weight. So I feel so good. And so I deserve this, you know, this treat or whatever it is in the afternoon or Maybe that's the time you go grocery shopping. I am going to take the easiest, simplest thing that I see, which is usually junk. (laughs) And so those are just a few examples for me. But why don't you just share like why, um, why this hits us like in the afternoon? Why is this an issue for many of us that we have this craving or we deserve this afternoon snack. Like how can we get beyond the willpower of, of fighting this 2 PM to 6 PM or the distance between lunch and lunch and dinner? So there's a lot of factors that can play into that afternoon snacking. You've mentioned a few of them. One, just our habits. My kids barely roll off the bus at four o'clock and they're instantly looking for snacks. It makes sense. They eat lunch at 1130, between 1130 and 12. And now it's four o'clock. That's a long time, especially kids who are, you know, having recess and gym class and they're constantly on the move. Their brains are working nonstop. And as adults, we can have the same phenomenon. If you're someone who eats lunch right at that 12 o'clock time and your dinner isn't scheduled or planned until six o'clock, sometimes later, because hello, we're busy and we always push things off or there's always something to do. So our dinner becomes later and later. So we're going to be hungry, especially if you look at 
how the majority of us eat throughout the day. So um, we were talking about earlier, there's this idea that, you know, we, we like to think, oh, we're, we're eating so well throughout the day and we're sticking to our diet, quote unquote. And I hate that word because it's just not helpful. (laughs) Regardless of how you look at your nutrition, the majority of us tend to just not feel overly hungry in the morning. So we're not eating a ton, which good, bad, or otherwise, it, it just is what it is. And then by lunchtime, most of us have a plan. A lot of times I would say the people that I'm talking to client-wise, we have plans until about noon. You know, we can get through our breakfast, maybe a mid-morning snack, have your lunch. And then the afternoon is either completely not planned out or you're just hoping for the best. And there's just not a plan. The interesting thing, we had looked at this article and we'll have to link the article at some point in the description of this. But it talked about like this afternoon munchies phenomenon and how we're so hangry and irritable. But we've really only consumed a very small amount of our total energetic caloric needs for the day. And that stems into a whole nother topic about like, do you really know how many calories your body needs in order to complete your daily metabolic functions. Outside of exercise, outside of any additional activity, every single one of us has a certain number of calories that our bodies need in order to just get us through our day, to process our food, to to beat our hearts, to breathe. Like All of those things require energy. And there are tons of calculators out there that can give you a generic idea as to what that number might be. Um, there's also more in-depth testing that you could do where they truly measure your resting metabolic rate and all kinds of things that we can totally dive into at another yeah. conversation. But I find that it's really important for people to know what is my total energy expenditure for the day? Like what is, what do I actually need in order to get myself through the day and making sure that we're filling that need with food that's going to sustain us. And we talked a little bit about this previously between the two of us, Kyla, this idea of all calories um, not being equal. Yes, yes, right. So many of us get stuck in this diet mentality of, oh, I can only have 1500 calories. So you're constantly looking at the calories and things and you're eating, you know, the 100 calorie snack packs of Oreos or the 100 calorie you know, bags of pretzels or, you know, all these things. And you're totally focusing on just what the caloric intake is. And you're not taking into account the other aspects of that nutritional components from protein and carbohydrates and, and even healthy fats. Like how do those all play into it? The, in the comparison ratio, a hundred calories of gummy bears is not going to sustain you from an energy long-term standpoint, like a hundred calories of say a hard boiled egg the protein component um, is going to be much more beneficial for you long-term. So sometimes it's just what it is that we're eating throughout the day to get us to that afternoon point. If you feel you're not eating enough and then suddenly it's three o'clock in the afternoon and you've only consumed half of your daily intake, you're going to be hungry. But unfortunately, we tend to grab those quick, easy snacks. Like you talked about the processed things, that we don't have a plan for. And that's when we start to derail. And yeah. Then- like, especially like that three o'clock when you start seeing at three and you only have consumed half of your calorie intake that you individually need. And then what, like you're waiting 
to consume over half of your calories for dinner for one meal, like you're not spreading that out entirely throughout the day. So yeah, you're, you're spiking your sugar levels and like all that stuff, but kind of back to your point, like, what is it that you are eating prior to that afternoon munchie? Are you eating, you know, the scone or the muffin and the latte just to get you through because you had a long night with your kids and work has you up all night, whatever it is, like, like to your point, it is important to know where you're getting those calories from and it's not spiking your, your insulin, your, your sugar level mm-hmm. in, in the negative way, I guess. That's what I was right, saying. Right. Yeah. And we coach frequently this idea of eating six meals a day. So mm-hmm. you're eating something every couple of hours so that you don't end up super spaced out and that your calories are evenly distributed, distributed throughout your day. You know, you're eating something right away in the morning to kind of jumpstart that metabolism and then continuing to fuel yourself with protein component of some sort and a carbohydrate um, in some facet throughout the day. And then adding in your additional calories so that you're having that well-rounded nutrition. Something to keep in mind with all of that too, is like you mentioned in the beginning, if you're exercising, then you have to compensate for that too. There is there's definitely something to be said about this idea of being in a calorie deficit if you're truly looking to lose weight. But when you're exercising, you have to take into the account the calories that you're burning through that perspective, because your calories that you're burning, if you're consuming even less and then your calories burned is even lower than that, there's a potential that you could be putting yourself into a metabolic like starvation mode where your body doesn't know what to do. You're not fueling it what it actually needs. Then you're burning more calories. Your brain, your body doesn't know that you're trying to intentionally lose weight. It reverts back to its innate (laughs) survival instincts of we don't have enough to survive. What if this continues for days on end? We can't let anything go. We have to hang on to it. And people get really frustrated sometimes with that idea of like, oh, I'm doing all these things. I'm, I'm controlling what I'm eating and I'm exercising and I'm not seeing the results that I want. Well, what are you eating and what are the components of what you're actually eating? Is it something that's going to help you to sustain that minimum metabolic function or are you not even meeting that part? Some people have more freedom in eating more. It's just, what are you eating? And we are focusing a lot on the actual nutrition piece of things today, but there is a, a huge mental component that goes into all of this as well. There is something to be said about the actual caloric intake of the foods that you're consuming and what your body is actually burning. And that can be very confusing to go through. So if you haven't spoken with someone who knows the ins and outs of that, I would highly recommend doing that on a number of levels, whether that's from a nutrition coach, health coach, certain personal trainers, even your your medical doctor may have some insight on that too. So lots of yeah, questions. because it, like they say, like the average calorie intake is the two thousand, and it's like it's not realistic for everybody. You know, for me, I work out three times a week, four times a week. Well, to somebody that maybe has an office job all day, or you know, more stationary, they're not burning as much as that I would be burning. What are some ideas or ways to help somebody 
not go for that cupcake, not, uh, <laughs> you yeah. know, pull off what they're doing all day, which was probably great. And then that time frame hits and then it's downhill from there. Definitely. So a few things, right. one plan mm-hmm. ahead. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that's hard, but plan ahead. Um, have an idea of don't assume that you're not going to hit that wall because if you've done it in the past, you're probably going to do it. I mean, even on your best day, there's a chance you're going to hit that wall and have that moment of, oh, I'm starving or, oh, I just want this. I'm tired. I need to pick me up. Second thing would be have simple snack things prepped or know where to find them if you have to run to a convenience store or stop at you know the grocery store or what have you. So look for things that have a little bit of protein and maybe more of that like complex carb so that it's something that's going to make you feel full. Um, take your time eating it because we know that there's that connection um, in your brain of the longer it takes you to eat something, the more satisfied that you'll feel. So mm-hmm. a few of my go-tos in the afternoon are always, um, I can keep you know fruit around. Okay, fine. Fruit usually actually makes me feel more um, apt to continue to eat sweet things, ironically enough, and maybe you'll find things um, about yourself as well. Um, but having cut up veggies available, sometimes people are more inclined to do like the crunchy things. They just need something to crunch on, some mindless eating, if you will. And you can eat some cucumber slices or celery or some nuts. If you are looking at like almonds or something like that, avoid the super salted ones. Just try to eat the plain ones and uh, be mindful of that serving size too, because although they're a good option, they're also super dense in calories. So just don't go eating cups and cups of nuts. Might not go over so well. Low fat string cheese is a super easy one. It's one that I keep here all the time and encourage my kids to grab that too. And then any sort of, you know, there's lots of different protein bars and things like that. I mean, we have lots of different fueling options. um, And I almost always have one of those available in a purse in a bag stowed away so that I have a good backup. Other things would be just to in preparation for that afternoon hit. (laughs) Have an idea for what you're going to snack on. Make sure that you've um, had enough water throughout the day. Um, That's the time of day too, that sometimes I'll throw in a sparkling water or a cup of hot tea or something that makes me kind of slow down a little bit. It takes me longer to consume it and makes me really think about whether or not am I really hungry or am I just bored and this is what I'm doing. And then I always like the idea of just keeping myself distracted. Like yes. make sure I plan something to do during that time frame. whether that's, that's when I'm going to fold my laundry if I'm home or um, organize a certain area of my house or something that's on that list that I feel like I haven't att- uh, attempted to do yet, or I just don't have time for, that's a good time to do it. it it'll distract you. And if you're truly hungry, you're going to be hungry and you can continue you know, to snack on something. But if you're not, if you're truly just doing it for out of habit or boredom or what have you, that will um, help deter things until you can um, have your supper that you've hopefully planned out. Was that helpful? I love all those. Yeah, that's, um, those are great. Like the distraction is, that's a big one for me is like just finding something to do, even if that, that's the time that I actually go on my walk or, you know, an with the kids or something like that. Um, lastly, the other thing is too, is just making sure that you 
like you just to repeat on that, just making sure that your options in your house are what you want to fuel yourself with. So um, it's really key to like look at, you know, your refrigerator and your cupboards and like all those things just to make sure that you are prepared. And that's, I mean, you address that a little bit, but that is important because like sometimes I used to be like, oh, well, the Oreos are the fastest <laughs> and they look so good. But yes. if I don't like prepare my cupboards or yeah, I mean, and yeah. and me dragging, which I do, but me dragging all four of my kids to the grocery store because I didn't prepare myself with a healthier option, you know, that becomes a problem too. So yeah, just knowing that I have something and that's what I'm going to have when I feel hungry. Yeah. yeah. Setting yourself up for success all the for way. Sure. Well, yes, I think this is um, a good start to this subject. It's, it's very, I mean, we could go on and on on it for another, you know, 20 minutes. And I love this topic because it's a daily issue, you know, really. Um, sure. Just like anything else, like, you know, it's a daily concern that's going to be brought up. So thanks for joining in and uh, um, yes. y'all find some takeaways from this and we can't wait to see what the next topic will be. Yes. As a reminder, if you have an excuse that you use or that you've heard someone else use, shoot us a message. Let us know. We are still taking excuses. We'll see you soon. 